Alright, we need to clarify several points in Perik Chav Beis before we move on to Chav Gimel, and this may take us to Shiurim to go through. Here is the issue. If you look on page 54, in the midst of Perik um, Chav Beis, he launches here the concept of Tzimtzum, which of course he goes into much greater detail in Shari Yichud Vemona. But, in order to help us with it here at the beginning, he talks about the how the, the Sitra Achra is supported. B'derech Acharayim, the Rebbe like throws it over his shoulder, and he's that that's not Iker Ritzayna, that's not Pnimius Ritzayna, that's Acharayim. So if you go da, about uh, 30% down here, maybe a little bit more, The line begins with Ki'im. Ki'im command the Shadi Basakasvai. It's like the Rabbi Nishlam threw it over his shoulder, Kaviyachalisainai to his enemy, Shalaibiritsainai, against his will. And here are the words that I want to focus on, and they're taken right out of Perkeyavis, Perikhei. Rak, why does Hashem do this? Why does he support the Sitrachra? Rakide Lahanish es Harishoim. He does it to punish the wicked, and to give good reward for the righteous, who overcome the dark side. And this concept always tortured me. Why would the Rebbein go through an entire process of creation in order to punish the wicked? You want to talk about and the Mishnah says this. Why does the world? Why is the world created? Says the Mishnah. First Mishnah in the fifth paragraph. Obvious. The world could have been created in one mimer. It's because to punish the wicked, to give reward. We understand the second half to give reward. But why would the Rebbein conceal himself and go through this process of tzimtzum in order to punish the wicked? So the first sheet I would like you to look at is the one from the Koshnitzah Magid called Avedas Yisrael. It's, the, it's black letters right there. It says in big letters, Perik Hamishi. So the Koshnitzah Magid um, was named all kinds of uh, wondrous stories about he was named for the Balshem HaKadosh. He was one of the Chavraya of the uh, Rebbe Lemelech of Lezhensk. And he was a massive Goyen in, in this. He was especially known for his Goyenness. He wrote the Avedis Yisrael on Tyre and Mayadim. And he wrote an extensive Sefer, Perish on Pirkei Ovis. Okay? So he addresses this issue. As we will see, we'll learn one paragraph of this inside and then Tonight is the yard of the Mavashamish, so we're going to see how the Mavashamish explains the same concept. No, it's also the, the first Mavashamish yard site. L'chayra, you got it? L'chayra ha'inyan temua. This matter is wondrous. Black letters, right there, Perikamishi, right there. Basar Mamaros Nibra'ayin Lamadar B'mayrachid, right where he begins. L'chayra ha'inyan temua, the third or fourth line there. How can it be? would create a world. going to create a world in order to punish. It just doesn't. It doesn't sit right. 
If the mission is telling us that Hashem could have created the world with one statement, so how did it help that He did it with ten? Truth will pave its own way. The Tanya is coming to address the great question. How can it be that the Rabbeinu Shalaylam should create his world and create many creations? How can it be that the Rabbeinu Shalaylam is going to create the world from his goodwill and his desire to do good? And how can it be that despite that, there's going to be deniers of God and wicked people? And what's more, why would the Rebbe created the Sitra or the other side, and desires which are foreign? This is what the mission is coming to address. Meaning, why didn't the Rebbe created the world with Achtus? What the Mishnah is asking is, we know that the rule is that the energy, the power, the evidence of the Creator is in the pudding. And according to the, the workings of the Creator, who is the simple one, then what should come out of that is that his creations should have that same unity, and therefore yistaklu, his creations should gaze, and they should thirst, they should always be yearning for their source, they should yearn for their source from which they were hewn, What's the what will the final result be? To serve the simple unity, the simple oneness of Hakadosh and nothing else. That's the question. The question is, how can it be that the world is able to deny that the world is able to pursue other pursuits? The answer is. Without it, there would be no reward or punishment. The world would look like the world of the angels. The angels have no reward or punishment. Because they don't have the evil inclination. And the angels are constantly privy to the unity and the oneness of Hashem, and as a result, there's no challenge to be an angel. Excuse me. And an angels never get tired. Nobody's ever seen a tired angel. Because they have no options. Period. Is Glalakain, for this reason, for this reason, the Rebbein Shalom created this lowly world, and the evil inclination, and the other side, and all the powers of darkness. Critical words. In order that we will be able to discern light from darkness. 
So the uh, very interesting chiddush here that the purpose of the other side is that we'll be mevinim that we'll will have the ability to distinguish good from dark, the light from the kachas What does that mean? Dehainu, that is to say, harishoyim. Through the darkness, through the the sinister um, value of their actions, and in contrast to that, you have the tzaddikim. They are the ones who walk with humility before Hashem. Now, with this, we understand how this is from the abundant chesed of Hashem to whom. To those who want to do his desire, in order to increase their reward, meaning the gishmak of being rewarded is far more gishmak when one is able to compare it to people whose lives are total and complete darkness. Now, vishina hachacham tevas lihipara. Therefore, he says it's not in order. You're missing it? Okay. Just listen to the, the next two lines if you don't have it. It doesn't say lahanish. It doesn't say in order to punish the wicked. It says kedei lihipara. Says the kajnitzimagidagavaldigachidish. Priya, when it comes to bris mila, means to reveal. Right? Loshen giloy, it means to reveal. Doesn't mean to pay back the wicked. It means to reveal through the wicked. That reveals the reward that are given to the tzaddikim. When you watch, sometimes it takes the contrast of watching somebody whose lives are totally pissed and laidig and worthless and and meaningless, in order to gain some insight into seeing the truth of what it means to pursue the Rabbanu Shalem. Kedei para, in order to reveal Menar through the wicked. Okay, that's... But does everybody have free choice to choose to do, or, or perhaps there has, there has... So basically there has to be Rishoyim in the world. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be anybody, any particular person. You, but on the other hand, someone has to, has to be. Okay. There are people running for office for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now take the take the uh, Marva Shamish next. An extra copy here. I think it's a mitzvah. You can show it. You can Alright, so tonight is the yard site of the Marva Shamish. This piece begins um, towards the end of the parsha of Lech Lecha. And the piece begins with Vayi Avram ben Tishim Shana v'Tesha Shana. Avram was ninety-nine years old. V'yemei lavani kiel shaka hisalach lefana. Pirish Rashi. Ani ushiyashdai belikusi lechalbiria. I am the one. There's adequate godliness for every creation. The fika hisalach lefana. Therefore, he instructs Avram. To walk before me is v'yesh lahovin mazish yesh dai belikusa lechalbiria. What does it mean? Simple meaning of Rashi. There's enough godliness for every creation. What does that mean? 
Who's distributing it? And what does it mean that there's enough? Okay. Says the Mavashamash. Venerally, by the way, the author of the Mavashamash was Rib Kleinimus Kalman Epstein. Again, was one of the main disciples of the Rebbe Lemelech of Lezhensk. In Galicia, Mavashamash was called the Shulchan Aruch of Chesidus. It was the foundation. The Rebbein Shalom created many worlds in his desire in order that his Malchus will be revealed in the world for each and every creation. A concept that's brought in all the Sifre Machshava that the purpose of creation was to bestow his goodness Upon his creations. How does that stem with the concept of Onesh? How do you understand the institution called punishment? This too was created in order that we will fear Hashem. Even in the realm of punishment, the Rebbeinu Shlein partnered it with mercy, in order to make it even less severe upon the wicked themselves. We have already explained, going back to our Mishnah, the one that the Baltanya quotes here in chapter 22. The world was created with ten statements. They could have been created with one statement. Says the Mishnah, it's to, in order to pay the wicked and to give reward to the righteous. We need to understand, how do we understand the giving of a reward? What does one have to do with the other? The world is created with ten statements in order to give reward. What's what's the relationship between the ten statements and the giving of reward? What's the shaykhis? Yeah, How would it be more so than had the world been created with one statement? Why do you get more reward for a world created with ten statements than than the reward we would get for a world created with one statement? Right? One big, one statement would be with, the one big statement commensurate with ten statements. Yeah, but how, in meaning, how does the reward, how is the reward dependent upon the number of statements? It seems like you get one piece of reward for each statement. That's how we learn the Mishnah, right? And therefore, if there's ten statements, you get ten pieces of reward. But, you know, that, that's, that, that's overly simplistic. As Vigaman Oynish Koshigaisa, when it gets to punishment, it's even worse. How they end up with the Shmoka Chopets, Bimmy Sosam Shoreshaim. Hashem is going to go create a world in order to punish the wicked. The Rebbeinshul doesn't want to punish the wicked. The Rebbeinshul doesn't want to punish any creation. Even from among the nations. Kalshkin Yisrael, for sure, are the Jews. How could we possibly say? In order to increase the punishment upon the wicked, Hashem went out of His way to create a world with ten statements. Here we go. Here's how you got to understand this. 
the essence of Hashem's godliness, e efshon lahasig bishum seichel nivra. It is impossible for any creation to grasp godliness. I feel the even to the highest creations of the world of Atzilus. Any creation cannot grasp God. Okay, for this reason. Hashem's great wisdom saw to constrict his godly emanation in many constrictions in order that the creations will be able to grasp, as we say in Yiddish, etvos, the tiniest amount. Through Hashem, filtering numerous times His presence. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu filtered His presence with ten main categories of garments. Shehem Esasvirois. They are the ten spheres in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu clothed Himself. Shel Yodam. What's the purpose of a sphere? Shel Yodam Yecholim Likabel Meat Habihirus. Because what the sphere does is it allows the tiniest little bit of godliness to seep through. In order that. A nivra, a creation, will able will be able to grasp some tiny level of godliness. Now, what's the process? The ten highest svirus of atzilos contain themselves in the ten svirus of bria. And the ten of the world of bria contain themselves in those. So you're ready up to thirty. And then the thirty of the, the those of yitzira of, of bria contain themselves in the ten of yitzira. But the purpose of all them is that through these all of these filterings it is now possible for the human race, the Kabul Ma'at Hasagabadakusi, to grasp some tiny level of Hashem's presence. Ma'at, ma'at, milamata, lemaila. And we work our way back upwards from the bottom up. So we have the ability to broaden. A person can elevate themselves from step to step to open, to broaden his Hasagas more and more. This is very svasemistic. That a person has the ability to remove these forms of tzimtzum, and these various um, masks, step after step, ma'at, ma'at, little by little, to the goal that a person should be able to receive tremendous clarity, as it says, in order to cleave to the Ein Saif, to the Infinite One, step after step. Says the Mabashamish, and this is the essence of reward. Reward is to be able, after all the hard work of going step after step, is to actually be able 
to receive that behirus. That is the reward. Because the rebellion Shalom created us in this physical world, become a become alafim tsimtsumimaskim. The Rebellion Shalom created us with thousands upon thousands of restrictions and filters and masks. All of those things conceal godliness to the point where it is it's actually possible for human beings to deny God's existence. Ve'anachno and we b'chol k'echeinu with all of our strength and effort. Mishabrim hamaskim v'atimtzim and we break them open, we crack the code. K'day l'hasig alikusiz v'achshem hoyu l'davik boy towards the goal of grasping somewhat, some little light, some essence of godliness and to be able to connect to him. Zewashar. When we finally attain that, that is the reward. The reward is the clarity. Is nimtza mashiyash yosetzimtzumim. So if you think about this, to the degree that there are more limitations, the more reward a person is going to get, the more codes a person breaks, the more filters a person removes, the more masks a person uncovers, the more reward they get. Because the person breaks open these traps, these tzimtzumim, and he searches and, and, and pierces to find godliness until a person is able to break open all of the masks to be able to actually to attain this infinite energy of a Kaddish Baruch but had the Rebbein Shalom not created so many forms of darkness, of, of filtering, there would be tremendous abundance of godly energy pouring into this world. It would be very easy for a person to attain godliness. It's right there, it's right in front of his nose. So there wouldn't be any word or word for doing it. There's no challenge. You, you walk in, it's right there. There's no, if there's no challenge, then there's no reward because the person has accomplished nothing. He's uncovered nothing. It's going on a, you go on a treasure hunt and the treasure's right in, you walk through the door and, and, and the treasure's in front of your nose. There's no, there's no hunt. Yep. Okay. For this reason, Shapir Omar Hatana. Now we understand the words of the Tana. Step number one is to give reward to the Tzadikim. Who sustained the world. That was created with ten statements. That is to say. Even when the world is created with these ten, ten main levushim. And there are levushim upon levushim. There's garments upon garments upon garments. Okay, now like we just explained. And nonetheless, despite the darkness that we all sense, despite the concealment that we all see, despite this, we put forth the effort when it's dark, when it's not kishmak, when we don't feel like doing it, 
we put forth the effort to pursue godliness. We understand why, therefore, there is tremendous reward for tzaddikim. The tzaddikim who don't allow themselves to become entrenched, to become um, crude in the physicality of the world. Rather, they insist on connecting to the spiritual essence of the world. Now listen to what he does with the wicked. And memela yeshkula this perspective makes it less severe for the wicked. They have less punishment when they sin. Because had the world been created with less than ten of these concealments, there would be far greater clarity of godliness in the world. There'd be much less physicality. And then, they'd be punished much worse because they're rebelling against something explicit. Right. Therefore, the Rebbeinu Shalom went and Desired to make all of these concealments, she gashmias harbe to create a lot of gashmias. Kadesh to make it less severe. Liipara v'zeu lifroya minarishoyim ritzon aleim alahakel mealem to make it more lenient for them. Because they'll have a very good excuse when they say, "What do you want from me?" This is the world. Look, the world is a dark place. We didn't destroy a world where God was clear. We destroyed a world that was created with ten massive forms of concealment. It's exceedingly difficult for them to separate themselves from the physicality. So the Mavishamash turns the whole thing on its head and says it means to make it more lenient that the concept of tzimtzum that Baltani is talking about here is to actually make it greater for the righteous because they had to work so much harder and to make it easier for the wicked because ultimately they had no clarity. And therefore, the temptation was that great and when they stumbled, it wasn't necessarily a person who was out to destroy a world where the Rebbein was clear. Now, to continue on this path, let's take a look at the Ma'aranayim. This Ma'aranayim is earth-shaking. This is, uh, there's a whole bunch of them, right? There's, here's the Ma'aranayim. Here, oh, he brought one. So give give um, Daniel your copy there. Um, in this in this two volume Aranayim, 
It's on page Ayin Reish Beis Parshas Pinchas. Okay, Parshas Pinchas. The piece starts. It's the first piece in Pinchas. Ulehavin. Right there, right there. Ulehavin. Dav Ayin Reish Beis. They don't want to write Reish Ayin Beis. So go to where it says number one. In yours, it's, you'll see where it says the number one. I wrote it on the sheet. Okay. Let us attempt to understand this better. Let us introduce this with the Mishnah. The world was created with ten statements. What does the Pasuk say? Allah says the Mishnah, it is in order to seems to mean to no? There we go. Payback. Payback, the Rishoyim. So, what does this mean? Lohoven said, said the Maranayim, Reb Nochem of Chernobyl asks the obvious question, Shibriyas Ha'edom Ha'yibasarim Amaris, the Rebbeinshim would create the world with ten statements, Bechdei Lohesif Einish Al Rishoyim, to punish the wicked, Shema'abdin Ha'edom Godel Kazeh, that they would destroy a great world should never be yud mamores. Should build the movin. This cannot be. If the Rebbe could have created the world with one statement, the Rebbe doesn't look for any fault. Is going to create it with ten statements in order to make greater the the, the punishment of the wicked? Kenersa. Guys, a drink. Ah, next paragraph. Who be'emes kavonas ha'mishnah? Now he takes the concept and brings it down and makes it mamish practical. This is tzimtzum. This should have been with a a yellow cover, uh, a yellow and black cover. Tzimtzum for dummies. Okay. Cliff notes. Tzimtzum. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the ten statements of creation are the equivalent of the ten midas, hanikroim, bisvarim, svidas, it's called in the Zayar and in all the svarim, the svidas. These ten svidas created the world. Again, fundamental of fundamentals. The Rebbein Shalem is good. Umiteva hatoyv lahetiv, and the nature of good is to do good. Viratzo yizbarach v'dechshia kirumi doisav pulaisav. Mamish the same words. The Rebbeinu Shlom wanted that his creations should recognize his midos. Shenikrerachem v'chanon erachapayim. Rebbeinu Shlom is called the compassionate one, the forgiving one. None of those midas would be possible to recognize unless there's a world and there are creations. Therefore the Rabbi Nishleim wanted to create a world in which his greatness would be recognized. Ah, however, because the Rabbi Nishleim is infinite, 
It would be impossible for any creation, certainly a human being, to grasp him at all. Because we are finite, and he is infinite, and he is an ain't for this reason, the Rabbanu Shalem decreed that the world be created with these measurements. Why are they called Midais? We normally translate Midais as character traits. Says the Maranayim, they're called Midais from the language of measurements. Measured his presence. In order that we will be able to grasp a little bit of his unity. What what can we grasp? We can grasp that there is a creator and a ruler. That he is infinite. And he brings everything into existence. Measured his presence from one mida to the next, as the Mavishama said, from one lavush to the next. It begins with the first mida, which is called ayin, which cannot be grasped. And therefore we call it ayin. And the Rebbe measured himself. From Mida to Mida Bihishtal Shalos through a chain effect Mi'ilali Alul in the form of cause and effect. All the way down to the final Mida called Malchus. Malchus is the playground. It is in that tenth Mida Yakiru Goidal Malchus. It's there where a human being can begin. The recognition of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus Shenik Shu Melech Hakolaritz. The fact that the Rambam is a Melech Ushu Bara Hakoyl Yashmiyan that He created everything from nothingness. Kameshiksiv about the Mida of Malchus Zeh Hashar Lashem. We say in Halal tonight tomorrow. This is the gate Tzadikim Yevayva through which the Tzadikim enter. Ki Amida Hazayis because this. Final mid of Malchus, Hushar Upesach Likones, it is the gate to enter. Mishreitz Alavid is Beirait, someone who wants to serve his Creator. Ulikabal Alav Al Machusis Barach Shemay, and to accept upon himself the yoke of Hashem's Malchus. Kinoida, as everybody knows, Sha'in Mivoy Bishum Ponim Likones, it is impossible to enter Avedis Hashem. Unless a person enters through the gate of Malchus. Malchus is the final hey of the name of Yudke Vavke. It also corresponds to the five tools of speech. It begins in the process of speech. Now, that's as Kabbalistic as he's going to get here. Now he goes into practice. All of this is the result of Hashem's kindness to His creation. 
because without it we cannot grasp Hashem's Malchus or His mastery. Therefore, limited His presence from one Mida to the next, Ad Mida Asiris, till this final Mida, Kinoida Zabiswaram, as is known, Vichol Echad Mi Yisrael, Mamish, straight out of Tanya, Vichol Echad Mi Yisrael, Shein Chedek Elikai, Mamish, Ka'omole El, every Jew, who is a Chedek Elikai, Mimal, as explained earlier, Nishtal Shal, our Nishamis, went through this chain process, and we, due to the fact that our neshamas are chedek of the kai, we have in our neshamas these ten midas and the kusis for kenoida. So when we begin at the bottom in midas amalchus, we enter the gate. Is Yaakov Yasig Yoyser Goydel the kusis barach just as the Mavashamish said, we can begin the process through Malchus and come to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu better and better through the elevated Midas of the higher Midas in the process. There's a corresponding um, level of maturity that goes on in self-knowledge Knowing one's neshama and its midas, and then a, it resonates back to the midas of the svirus that Rakhodesh Bokhu used in the form of tzimtzum. What is he talking about? Ah, mepnei shamidas al yoynes, lo yoye be'evshar shiyis eru b'toycha odom. Due to the fact that these midas are so exalted, how do you bring them into a lowly human experience? After all, we're in physical bodies. We're living a very crass physical life. How could we possibly expect to ever feel a feeling of love? Have a pure love. I lead him upon our to have all of him. I shine me to any other mida. Because due to our nature, our physical nature, our bodies are never going to let us feel love of God. Our bodies won't let us experience awe of our Baruch Hu. For this reason, the Rebbeinu Shalom allowed his presence to be degraded and lowered even into physical things. Shenahavas hatanugim, for instance, the love of pleasure, mizel ilamagashmi, of physical things in this world, or v'yiras chitzonius, or fear and awe of things. Shen yiras ha'inish, for instance, the fear of punishment, v'yiras b'niyadam zemizeh, or the fear. Of human beings, of, of powerful human beings. Madrega, Acha Madrega, the Rebbe allowed it to be Nisamtim, stage after stage. Until these holy, exalted, sublime character 
went through a chain process, until they were lowered into literally lowly, cheap, crass, um, physical things. Why did Hashem allow this to take place? Because due to the fact that our bodies desire physical geschmack, it's going to arouse in us the trait of love. Shesham b'davarahu that's in there. Ukeshiyesh le'das ve'emuna. If we will have integrated das and faith, kizel mimidas ha'havel yoyna that the rebbeinish lelem placed into this physical thing, the loftiest love. Shabbai baruchu modad v'tzimtzem es atzmai. The rebbeinish lelem measured and concealed himself. Into this physical into that physical item, that physical person. Because he wants us to grab that midah that's presenting itself to us in this lowly, crass physical thing. And we believe this, and we know it to be true, as I take it. Yechra, the person will tremble. The Yechra is bezua ahav, and he'll grab this love shenis oirabai that was just awakened in him. The Yaschel leavis habayri yizbarach, and he will begin with it to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu ahav chazaka, tremendous love. Ubevadai, and if we can have the sense to do that, yitosiv by ahav a yosiv yosiv b'tanik ruchni, the person will be blessed with massive amounts of spiritual love. Because he will be helped when he comes to utilize the world correctly. And it will be easier for him because the Mida was aroused in the physical realm. He gets a tremendous head start. I tied it with this. We'll, we'll stop here. you got to see what he does with this in next week's thing. That's But I tied it. My grandfather remembered that the Zayd Ramatala used to go around before davening. He remembered Ramatala even though he was a little kid. He remembered Ramatala because Ramatala used to go around to each of the families of the kids and play with the children before davening Bashachras in the morning until he got them to laugh. Only then would he go davening. Huh? They brought him the same thing. Ahava. wanted to go davening with Ahava. There's no greater form of Ahava than a grandchild. And when he was able to be Ma'ir, the Midas Ahava, and the children, he took it then and ran with it and went to the Bismedish to Daven. So here he not only talks about the symptom, but he, he puts it into, into terms that we can understand. The Rebbe took this massive, exalted love and put it into a physical being into physical things in order to give us a chance to experience this midah and to take it and so it's to like arousing it even though that could be a little bit dangerous right. he's going to so talk about the danger next it, week so that you can then use Precisely. it in the channel Bidiuk.